How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. There were a lot of answers coming out of Berea today and even even yesterday that I, I said, okay, all right, you also are at the end of this, the regular season. If I may give somebody credit, I thought Deshaun Watson did a really good job talking to the media today and yesterday, as a matter of fact, but we're going to play his stuff from today. But I thought he had a lot of interesting answers, and I think it got into a lot of where his mind is and his headspace is. And Deshaun was actually asked about if the final six games met expectations. Here's what he had to say. Of course, you know, it didn't meet the expectations. Of course, we wanted to try to, you know, find our way into the playoffs and have extended games and opportunity to clinch the division and all these different things. But as far as just being able to play football again, get out there, you know, knock some rust off, you know, have some ups, have some downs, have some in-betweens and kind of really get the, the feel of how we want to operate as an offense and what we want to, you know, look forward to as a Cleveland Brown. Uh, I definitely did that. So, um, you know, I'm excited. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to this future for the Cleveland Browns and the organization and this team. And um, I know it's going to be some changes, but at the same time, you know, I'm always here for improvement and just trying to get better. I think if you're Deshaun, there's no way that you feel anything other than it's a success. It was a proof of case. You have proof, proof of cause. You got back out on the field. Yeah, you didn't play as well as everybody expected. But the bottom line is you did what you needed to do to set yourself up for next year. If I'm Deshaun, I can understand how he says from his side of things, all right, we got roughly what we needed to do done. Yeah, I mean, dude came out here and won three football games after not playing in over two years. And the last time he played, he won four games in a full season. And I also think, like, I just think it's been really telling that just some of the theories, the working theories about how the Browns have attacked these final six games, like, you know what? Let so not only did Deshaun have that to say, he also went into if he has if he expects changes to come to the offense, and I think this is even more telling than how he felt about his own performance over those six games. That's something I think me and Kevin personally should talk about, you know, just between us instead of putting it out there. But, you know, we're going to sit down and, you know, met with him today. We're going to have a man-to-man conversation. Uh, nothing negative or anything like that, but just what can we do to be, you know, better offensively and as a team, you know, because, you know, my, my next step in, in taking this, you know, team and taking that leadership role is really stepping out there and really taking this whole locker room under my wings. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to that. You know, this year was kind of tough with the, 
you know, being in the building, being outside the building, you know, all the different changes and all the unknowns. But, you know, going into, you know, this 2023 season and having a, you know, pretty clear view of what, what we can look forward to, I think I can have the opportunity and that's the role I want to make sure I challenge myself and, and take over. I have no problem with Deshaun taking an active part in, in building the best offense for Deshaun. I do have a huge, huge issue with the Browns acting like they didn't know what they got with Deshaun Watson um, and that the last six games were effectively alien and it was just touch and go. I think that is trash and I think that's an excuse. And I, and I, I think it's almost borderline offensive to your intelligence that anybody would buy that line. Um, the one thing I do find interesting about Deshaun's comments, um, in, in the last couple clips here is, is the, um, like, we're going to have a conversation man to man. Like, it's interesting. I think, I mean, I would imagine that was part of his conversation with the Browns. Yeah. It, well, I've always felt all along. And I said this prior to Deshaun coming back for the final six games that Deshaun was not auditioning for the Browns, but Stefanski was auditioning for Deshaun. Yeah, well, you know, so I, I think that's an interesting point. I think you also heard yesterday from Deshaun the idea of we were trying things out over the final six games of the year. Yeah. Which, to me, I, when you hear that, right, we were, we were I didn't want to use the word experimenting because I know that's the word the morning show used today, but... It, it certainly feels like after hearing Deshaun talk over the last two days and hearing what the Browns have said over the last couple of weeks, it certainly feels like they made a, a, a decision with six games to go that getting Deshaun where they wanted him was more important than winning games. And I feel... And, and listen, maybe that was the plan. And maybe that has been the plan going forward. And they once they were four and seven, decided, hey, the best thing for this organization going forward is not about the culture. It's not about winning. It's about finding out what Deshaun can do and getting him in a position where next season we can go into that season and know what this guy can do. That is insane to me. Oh, it's insane to me too. But I'm thinking maybe that was the plan. Like it's just it, it might be, and it it might be that the Browns decided to punt on this year when they still had because remember. Before that Texans game, I mean, I think they had like a 12% chance. I can't remember the percentages by can I? Can I, can I just uh, – I'm going to say something. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm ready for it. Are you ready? This is a safe place. You can trust me. Are we safe? Just you and I, right? Just you and me, Keith, Spano, and the best listeners in the land. I had somebody t- tweet me this last night, and I didn't want to, like, highlight it. But it got me thinking a little bit. And maybe this is just totally stupid, but maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. It's a great buildup, whatever it is. You ready? Yeah. If the Browns would have finished the season with Brissett, would they be in the playoffs? No. Okay. And, and, and here's why. Okay, why? I think once you get inside December, the caliber of quarterback matters even more. Mm-hmm. I think I think mm-hmm. it is so much easier to compete with a backup from September, even till late November, than it is once you get into... And I think you saw this. Like I know, the Jets but fell all, apart without... Look, I, I'm not... It, they had to go to Deshaun. Let mm-hmm. me be clear. There was no other option than to go to Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. But 
the the quarterback play that you got out of Jacoby Brissett for the first eleven games, albeit you did you were still four and seven, because your defense couldn't stop anybody. Mm-hmm. But the quarterback play itself was pretty damn good. I think it's a fair point. I would also say the like, amount of I, I think you beat the Saints. I think you beat the Steelers. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know how your pro, uh, approach because I think they would have ran the football a little bit more. But they didn't do that. Consi- I don't want to say they didn't do it consistently, but I don't know that they were in. You know what? Yeah, I don't but know. they wouldn't have thrown thirty-five times in in negative twenty with Brissett. It's Stefanski. <laughs> Like, right? Like, he does things that seem counterintuitive at at moments that, that it feels a little weird that he does these kind of things. Like, literally, they ran the hell out of the ball and beat the bejesus out of the Ravens. Even though the score was only 13-3, to they put a hurting on, on the Ravens by running the ball and being a little bit more physical. Now, granted, that was with a backup quarterback. The next week, worse situation. Better backup quarterback for the Saints, but and you you got out to a lead, and you abandoned the run and lost the game. Yep. Like it makes me wonder whether winning was a priority in the final six games of the year, and if not, they'll never win. I don't I don't like to be the hardlining guy because I think one we see you know seventy percent of what the Browns do seventy percent, and we we don't see the thirty percent of the decision making that goes into it, right? Right. So I want to open up for for possibilities. I want to believe that Kevin Stefanski can be a good head coach. But if this organization had the hubris to say, with six games to go, even though Deshaun had rust, even though all those excuses, even though we knew Joe Woods was a joke of a defensive coordinator, if they said to themselves, "Well, sure, we got a playoff spot, but uh, I think, or sorry, we we've got a outside chance at a playoff spot." But let's go ahead and see what we can do with this offense with Deshaun Watson. If they really said that, if they put Deshaun Watson over winning, it tells you why they got their ass beat by the Steelers yesterday. It would be one of the the most startling acts of hubris to say, well, we hope we win, but we're going to go ahead and tool around with Deshaun. Why? Why are they acting like Deshaun is this unknown quantity? This isn't Zach Wilson. This isn't Justin Fields. He's not a hypothetical. Like, even today. Like, um, you know, we've had we had uh, Nathan Segura on, and Nathan was like, well, they'll pro- they could potentially bring in, like, an offensive assistant, like a senior offensive assistant who's familiar with spread concepts. Why now? Did you not know that Deshaun Watson was good in the spread a year ago when you traded for him? Like, that to me is the thing that is mystifying. None of this is – all of these things – everything that happened this year could have been avoidable. You could have fired Joe Woods last year. Avoidable. Uh, bringing in decent defensive tackles. Avoidable. Right? Yeah. Oh, by the way, you had $35 million in cap space you could have spent during last offseason to go ahead and bring in good defensive tackles, not or, named or, Taven Bryant. Or, or also beef up your offensive line with a little depth. Or find a speed guy. That was another thing. Yeah. Like, did you not realize that Deshaun Watson yeah, worked and, really and, well and, with speed receivers? Yeah, I'm sorry. Anthony Schwartz, not the answer. Like, I just, you can't go half in, half out. Right. When you decide to not appropriately address the defensive tackle spot, but then spend $10 million on Jadavian Clowney's uh, lame ass, you've gone half in, half out. 
and this idea that this organization thought was six games to go, uh, let's go ahead and try a bunch of stuff out with Deshaun. You shouldn't have to try. Bill O'Brien and the Texans did that for you. So what? Is it about a fit in the offense? Because I'll tell you, if Kevin Stefanski is so married to his offense that he can't figure out how to use Nick Chubb or Deshaun Watson, then he isn't even a good offensive coordinator. And and I, I hate to say this, too. I'm a little bit nervous about Deshaun bouncing back and becoming the player that he once was. Here's the question. Did the Browns actually have a plan for Deshaun when he came back? I think we've given you enough evidence to wonder. I think some people take this the wrong way. Uh, and a lot of, like a lot of Russell Wilson's divorce from the Seattle uh, Seahawks was in part because they didn't give enough input in the the football side of things, what they were going to yeah. run. But that I would say the difference is, and I, by the way, I actually think that was a significant part of the the Texans' divorce for Deshaun is Bill O'Brien ran what Bill O'Brien wanted to and didn't give maybe the leeway Deshaun wanted to. I might have misread that situation, but like I just look at this and say, I think we I think part of the new era of the NFL is elite quarterbacks have a say. I mean, look what Cincinnati just did. Cincinnati was like four and four. They went to Joe Burrow and said, All right, this isn't working. What do you want us to do? And now they're in the playoffs, and now they're the one seed in the AFC North, and they've got another chance to make a really deep run in January. I don't think this is Deshaun Watson having too much control. I, I see this as just an extension of how elite quarterbacks should be treated. Look, I, I, I do think elite quarterbacks should be treated with with a certain you know level of respect, and and when you look at these guys, they, they merit um, everything. I mean, mm-hmm. they they merit the attention, they merit their contracts, like it, all all of those things, and that's why I think we have such high expectations for Deshaun. See, but now I will, I want to point something out. This is not an accusation because you just you said it on air going into this the Steelers game. You were hoping I, I, no, for I, I, I was hoping to see Deshaun put together six quarters of good football. So, are you okay with him not having done that in any of the six games? And still no, being involved I'm, I'm, on this level, I'm completely disappointed in the way he played. But are you since he since you are disappointed? Yeah. Are you okay? Then he's getting this treatment, which you have to give him the treatment. There's no other option. There's no alternative. The Browns can't go back on this. This is the only thing that we've got to look forward to and, and hope that it turns around and gets better. Well, and I think the biggest reason for me why they can't go back to it, it's two hundred thirty million dollars. The second you gave him that contract, you gave him that power. Yep. So when guys 100%. are on rookie contracts, or even like in the situation Baker was in, where we always debated, all right, was Baker making this decision or the Browns? Um, you could always point to, well, he's playing for a contract. So he shouldn't have that power because he might try and do what's in his best interest and not the team's best interest. Once you give $230 million to a player, you got to find every single way, every every voice Right, every worthy voice in the organization should be in on Deshaun Watson and how they use him. Two one six five seven eight double zero nine two. Geo, welcome to the show. What you got for us, buddy? Guys, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I'm going to agree with Nick Wilson for once. Which oh is my rarity, gosh! But, uh, are you are oh you feeling God. okay? I, I am not actually. So that <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Nick, I completely agree with you. 
a couple things. Um, I look at track records of Kevin Stefanski. He was, uh, Dustin, correct me if I'm wrong, he was an offensive coordinator for one season, right? Uh, he called plays for one season, yes. He, okay, so he called plays for one season. It was in Minnesota. Yep. He had Kirk Cousins at quarterback and per, perhaps the best receiver in the NFL, Stephon Diggs, at receiver, right? And he had Dalvin Cook at running back. I believe that, if I'm not mistaken, Cousins went on to be an MVP that season. I'm calling this a square peg in a round hole situation. You look at what Stefanski does with Baker, with any quarterback. It's his system or nothing. You look at, like, one of his idols, Andy Reid, when he was in Philadelphia, right? I believe you were there, Dustin, when he was there. In Philadelphia, Andy Reid had that same mantra. He went to Kansas City. They drafted Mahomes, and he says, wait, I can't do this. I've got to do what this quarterback's good at. He got the enemy, and they won a Super Bowl. Same thing. Peterson went to Philadelphia, had his system. It wasn't working. He went to Nick Foles, and Carson Wentz and said, what are you good at? And Stefanski will never change. He's the smartest guy in the room. Even when he was at Minnesota, it's the Phil Jackson argument. Is it a great coach, great coaching, or great players? i got to say it's great players. I mean, it's a fluke. And would you say, Nick, I'm agreeing with you, Nick, I don't think Deshaun Watson fits into Stefanski's offensive scheme. I look at what he ran in Minnesota, what he ran with Baker, and what he ran with, uh, I forget the guy that just, Jacoby Brissett. It's nothing like what Deshaun ran in Houston. So why would we go get this guy, pay him a quarter of a billion dollars, when the coach's offensive scheme isn't even the same? Well, I, I'm, I'm mesmerized. I would love to hear your answer to that, because every week I watch his offense and I'm going, this is a pocket-passing there's no RPO. Like, it's just, I don't understand it. Like, it's complete opposite. Kirk Cousins and Jacoby Brissett are the complete opposite athlete as Deshaun Watson. Well, it's, and it's not even close. And, Gio, I think the other part, and thank you for agreeing with me, and the call, mostly the call, a lot of it, though, agreeing with me. If you think back to August, what was Kevin Stefanski's conversation or comments when, when he was asked, how does the offense change from Jacoby to Deshaun? He said, that eh, doesn't really. Okay. <laughs> well, now 17 games later, I'm actually concerned by that because he didn't adapt the offense with six games to go to fit Deshaun Watson. It seemed to be, as a matter of fact, for a team that had an identity I couldn't really figure out before Deshaun Watson came along, I have even less of an idea of what they were going for. It's a good point. I, I I had kind of forgot about that, but they could not be complete polar opposites of, of of a quarterback. Well, and now you have Deshaun Watson and Nick Chubb, a quarterback who plays better out of the shotgun and a running back who probably does better with a quarterback under center. And actually, Deshaun talked about that. To his credit, he did say today, ah, you know, maybe we got to run this offense a little bit more under center. But again, is that going to get the best out of him? I, I just think like you shouldn't have needed these six games to figure out what you had in Deshaun or how you want to use him. Right. And the idea that they didn't come out guns a-blazing six games ago with oh, this guy. Dude, I mean, there was a reason why I said before that Texans game, I'm like, I have an expectation for this guy to come out here and win six games in a row. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why not? You're paying this guy all this money. He's supposed to be the savior. He's supposed to be this great player. I know he hasn't played in a long time. But you're playing the Texans. It's a great tune-up for the rest of the the final five games of the season. He played like crap in that game. Well, 
and and if they weren't doing things that got the best out of him, using spread concepts, which again they had a whole offense to uh, a whole off season to learn about. Yeah, if, and, and and I'll say this, man. Like I, I know the offensive line has not been good, but Deshaun looks scared. Yes. I, I've never seen Watson play like this, and I watched a lot of a lot of a lot of Texans back when he was really good, and I've never seen a quarterback look this gun shy. Mm-hmm. And, and that, by the and way, that's scary. And his as bad as the offensive line were with him, uh, they he's looking were, to take the sack. Yeah, they, they were worse. His offensive lines in Houston were worse. They were really bad, especially towards the end where they they just couldn't block anybody. But I'll go back to it. You had a full offseason to, to to build an offense with spread concepts. And the idea that you didn't deploy any of those right now, then you didn't put the guy in the best position coming off the suspension. At which point, what uh, to Kevin Stefanski, I say, what is it you would say you do here? Because you don't lead these guys. We got guys that, fighting that each that other. Line from the office space? Yeah, yeah it what, is. What exactly is it that you do here? Like, you don't lead these guys. You also would ask that of Deep Podesta too. Two straight years of like issues boiling out into the public. Okay, so you don't lead them. Um, well, okay, you're a good offensive coordinator, except your quarterback played the worst. The best quarterback you've had had his worst season ever after two of the worst quarterbacks you've had have had their best seasons. We need to bring in the Bobs. It's the upside down. Yeah, Kevin. I'm going to need you to uh, give up the play calling and come in on Saturday. Those TPS reports. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.